I had to suppress a laugh <laughs> at you just adding on uh, uh, 20, 20 seconds, not 20 minutes, right? I'm like, oh, good. Thank you for clarifying, FG. I was going to wait the seven minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, 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 really? I've worked with people who would have maybe waited till 20 past. I don't know. <laughs> being adhd and having like jumping thoughts from here to there mm -hmm. i sometimes tend to over explain things because my brain just jumps around so much that if i don't explain what i'm currently talking about and why i'm talking about it it feels like people won't be able to follow me because i've sure. already skipped like five steps ahead in my brain <laughs> it doesn't hurt to clarify also to be fair like like actually doing the whole clarification thing is really good for streaming because um yeah, otherwise chat's like, hey, what is going on right now? Why are you talking about this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> God. Oh, boy, yeah. But I guess that forget. is classic, like, streamer brain that oh. you're just constantly self-narrating whatever you're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. It's, it's... And then you forget why you were talking about it in the first place. Mm, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Streamer brain. It's also really hard if you do, like, a really long stream and then you're by yourself, you're like step out of the room you're done with your stream you go into like say for example the kitchen and you're by yourself i have sometimes caught myself still talking about what i'm doing and then it's like no no, no you're done it's fine we're good like, really oh yeah i've done that before that's so, well, that's so funny I've i don't never do that. Done that editor's note blind here i literally never stopped doing that no. no i've definitely done that before like i'm just happy that's... that i can be quiet <laughs> I just don't yeah, want to talk same. anymore. Yeah, I don't get that. <laughs> I I don't. I... For me, like, I'm always, I, I feel like people get the impression a lot of the time that I'm just very outwardly extroverted and excited to talk all the time. Whereas most of the time, I'm just happy to not be talking. I enjoy talking with people and stuff, but <laughs> I don't find myself talking to myself or to other people any more than is necessary yeah so yeah i i feel that i'm also more introverted than extroverted like in a social setting but mm -hmm. like i have this adhd thing of like info dumping where like if there's a thing that i'm really enjoying i can just talk about it for hours and never shut up <laughs> so those two things kind of sometimes like override each other i guess you could say and then even though i don't tend to like i i don't need to be in the limelight like i'd say like for example as like a party and there's like i don't know say 10 people sitting around the table just you know drinking beer talking i don't need to be that person that's in the limelight i tend to more sit and listen but mm -hmm. um sometimes i can be the person that just talks I think, I think, but like my person and the way I am on stream definitely kind of also sh like, like gives the wrong impression though, because I just talk so much on the stream that I never shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm also not loud for the people that say I'm loud. I just know how to project my voice so I can be loud without hurting my voice. I just had to clarify that. <laughs> <laughs> this was something we were talking about the other day on stream about how from a i guess a professional standpoint your voice is a tool mm -hmm. um or if you're looking at it from the perspective of a singer it's a it's an instrument 
and you really need to be looking at it from the perspective of how do I get this to work properly without breaking it? And, you know, I think we can all think of streamers that have injured their voice in some way by doing something or another or just, you know, streaming for really, really long times without taking care of their voice and it, it can do a lot of damage. Yep. So it is definitely important to be projecting from the, you know, the right areas of your body and looking after yeah, it 100 like i think having done a lot of singing has really helped with that because i never really had that problem where my voice hurts my voice voice will like hurt like my voice hurt when i did like 24 hour streams that's like when my voice started to like where my throat started mm -hmm. to get sore that's not a surprise but like you know like an eight hour stream is like no problem like i can talk more after an eight hour stream right like that's fine i just can keep going um but that's because of singing and doing like voice exercises and that sort of stuff um you know i have i have that training even if i don't actively sing in a choir anymore it did it's still like it's like stuff you don't really forget because you like internalize it so much just how to breathe and and talk and project from your diaphragm it just kind of you just mm -hmm. yeah and it translates really well into into streaming and how to like use your voice and we all know like when we started we were all kind of like you know, a little bit more like even toned, a little bit flatter. And now we, we know how to like use our voice to like oh, yeah. do the thing, right? Where you go like, because it's, yeah, as you said, it's a tool, right? So yeah, it, it's 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 a, it's an art form where we have to like, that we have to learn and, and practice and we all get better at it. And then we look at our old streams and uh, feel very <laughs> embarrassed. <laughs> It's it good is content. always, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's always an adventure going back and watching all. Yeah, the I I still owe uh, my chat a watch of my. It's not my very first stream, but it's like stream number two, and I have a recording of it. <laughs> yeah, wow. from like Ooh, ten great. years ago. It's legitimately ten years ago. I might actually just <laughs> do amazing. that on the 10 year anniversary. It's so bad, but it's going to be it's going to be glorious regardless. It's going to be good. Yeah. yeah. And you know, you'll see how much you've cut, uh, how far you've Yeah, come. absolutely. Absolutely. It's going to be a bit more sweary than normal, but <laughs> Oh, did you did you oh, start off as a, a sweary absolutely. person? Absolutely. Absolutely. Really? Yeah, yeah, I I was even like later on I was oh, still, gee. but then I did more like we, I did a whole couple of couple like I did quite a lot of content with Kiri and like other like safer work streamers, mm -hmm. and then I kind of stopped doing That's it. It's my fault. It's your fault. Yeah, blame Kiri. <laughs> but no, oh my god, I had like I can live with like that. very filthy mouth. Like not like not like saying like really hurtful words, but like you know like the occasional fuck and that sort of stuff. Definitely, occasionally <clears throat> slipped out. <laughs> I I definitely don't swear as much as I used to when I first started streaming. I think I've gradually over time learned to kind of even mm. it out and use it more effectively rather than as punctuation, yep. which is definitely, as an Australian, more my natural inclination. <laughs> like I will, outside of any kind of professional setting, I swear a lot. Yeah. Like that's just how I've you know that's the environment that i've grown up in and you know how i've re been raised and you know just the 
you know the people that i'm surrounded by and just what's been internalized within me so it's it's a little bit weird kind of looking in and looking from the outside in at that i guess disconnect mm. <laughs> in terms of how i uh talk in that respect but it, i think it is <laughs> i think it's totally understandable that we kind of go through that evolution i think so too yeah just because like nobody likes it but it's just also like there are some brands who do kind of just prefer it and they will just flat out not work with you if you swear on stream or like excessively mm. swear oh, right oh 100%. definitely right so yeah and i mean as well like you've also got a widespread global viewer base and for, at least for me one of the things that i'd like to do is try to make my content as accessible as possible and whilst i don't want to necessarily have people that would be inherently massively offended by uh crude language i don't also want to drive away people that are somewhat on the fence and mm, yeah. take that away from them as well because that's a you know a big part of a potential audience as well and it's not something that is intrinsically necessary for my what i would consider to be my entertainment yep, factor exactly uh, to exist yeah. But you know what is necessary for good mm. content? Yeah. It's the Halcyon Frequency Podcast. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I'm here again hosting. What the heck? It's like the second time in like three weeks. What's, what's going on? This is weird. Like, I think we've kicked out Blind and Arch a little bit and everybody else has taken over, but that's okay. Um, but yeah, no, this is episode 61 uh, recording on the 17th of March. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Uh, obviously, you're going to hear this on the 19th, nice. but it is indeed St. Patrick's Day today. Don't worry, we're not getting drunk and there's nothing green about this episode either. <laughs> but uh, I'm here, FG, and with me are Kiri and Drongo. Lovely to have you. How are you doing today, Kiri? <laughs> well, I'm a little bit tired. It's fairly early here and I didn't get a lot of sleep last night, but I'm just excited to finally be on episode with both FG and Kiri. For the yeah. first time ever. Yeah, hasn't it? It's been so long in the yeah. making. We've never, mm -hmm. like, oh. Yeah, it's finally. Gosh, like, we've been trying, like, basically finally. since the start, and it just never kind of yeah. happened. I think you two were on an episode, but I've never actually been on an episode with... No, I think I've been with you on... No, I don't think so. Or... I haven't been on an episode with Drongo before. I have, have been purposefully ducking both okay, of them. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not why? surprised. I'm not surprised, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> I know, I know. Drongo exposed. Now we know. Now we know. Mm -hmm. You know what? First, there's all that self-promotion business, and now this, I swear. Like, Drongo, what? Why did we even? <laughs> why did we even get you on this team? I swear. <laughs> self-promotion? Did I miss something? <laughs> oh, <that's> <laughs> So there is an ongoing beef between part-time Trigon and I <laughs> where, where there's an ongoing joke that I just go to his stream to self-promote and he started uh -huh. tweeting at me about it as well. So <laughs> whenever I go to his channel, I'll get uh, his partner Salberry to link my Patreon in his chat. She's a moderator there. <laughs> it's, it's all a joke. It's not malicious yep. or anything. Uh, and he also tweeted me the other day and... <laughs> uh after after i liked his comment and he what uh, one of his tweets and he said oh no drongo's liked my tweet i bet he's gonna self-promote now and then i was like i would never do that and then i tweeted again after that saying 
Oh, actually, uh, while we're talking uh, on Twitter, people should follow me on Twitter. I'm closing in on a thousand followers on Twitter. <laughs> you know, go and follow it's me. It's so brilliant. I love it. <laughs> I love it. It's it. so entertaining. It's uh, well done. It's great. It's so good. I, I like the artificial drama. It's all in good Yeah, form. yeah, exactly, exactly. Just, yeah. it's There's nothing, like... That's important. Yeah, malicious or anything like that going on. It's all in good fun. Nobody's getting hurt or anything like that. It's just all pretend and hilarity. Uh, yeah, no, it's been, it's been really fun, like, watching this uh, thing grow and blossom. Let's say it that way. <laughs> <laughs> That's very nice. Yeah. There's some... There's some actors who have like this fake rivalry as well. Um, is it Matt Damon and somebody? Do they? Ah, uh, I'd never heard of this yeah. before. Okay. Is it Conan? Maybe. I'm not sure. Like there, there, there are certain pairs who also have this, and it's all fun, and you know they make content out mm. of it. I think it was Matt Damon, maybe Conan as well. I, mean, I don't know, but it's funny. Nice. I think it's fun to have little rivalries and little kind of ongoing kind of competition and razzing each other up. I think it's just it, it's just a, a good way to kind of energize content and energize audience bases as well. Yep. Uh, to you know make people feel like they're included in a in a joke and included in the bit sort of thing. I think it's it can be a yeah, nice just thing. making a story out of um, stuff as well. It's yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, no, it's it's definitely 100%. yeah. I don't I don't do this with like somebody else, but like um yeah, like my whole birthday party thing is just spreading everywhere now. It's like I swear I I literally will get <laughs> yeah. people that come into the chat and their first time chatter messages. Oh hey, happy birthday, FG. <laughs> <laughs> it's wow. yep. become such a phenomenon in our little corner of it Twitch. Has. Like it, 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 it comes up at least a couple of times a week where somebody will mention some ridiculous out of the way, and then it'll just get segued into, oh, by the way, FG's birthday, and it's like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> this has just taken on a life. It's of its great. Own. I love it. It's like. I mean, obviously, I I hate it, but I also love it, right? No, I don't hate it. It's it's all it's also all in good fun, right? But like stuff like that, right? It's like mm -hmm. it's just like it helps to fester the fester. That's not the word. Foster, foster. foster that's what I'm looking for. Yep. We don't want to fester the community. <laughs> we want to foster the community. <laughs> Excuse me. It's late. I've been working now for 14 and a half hours i mean i had a break but still yeah oh my goodness well you know, yeah happens i got up at six and then i did stuff here and there i mean i've not been like diligently working but it's fine i know that like when mm -hmm. i sign up for these long like late friday podcasting sessions i'm aware yeah. it's, it's okay it's gonna be a long yeah day. i ended stream early so that helped and i had some chill time in between a little bit but yeah the weekend mm -hmm. starts after this <laughs> very nice and uh that's gonna be my segue of talking about games uh just right after this very brief break we'll be we'll be back with uh, all of our talk about games but <laughs> what we are you are actually you're actually drunk or irish Ex no no okay no. explain no, no, no. that I, I want to say I'm actually a zebra right now because I'm wearing a zebra onesie, so I'm definitely not green. Ah, okay, okay, fair <laughs> enough, fair enough. I, I just thought that the world <laughs> should know that. 
<laughs> yeah, Sorry, no, of continue. course, of course. No, no, no. They, they will I think be... it's also bold of you to assume that I'm not drunk, FG. Like... <laughs> true, true. On it's that note, morning. I actually realised... The St. Patrick's Day, Kiri? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> I actually... Talking about getting drunk, not that we're going to get drunk, but I realised it, it's, it's going to happen this year. Did you realize? You're going to get drunk? No, but it's going to happen. The IRL Drongo FG (gasps) Shui is going to happen this year. Oh my God. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I have been waiting so long for this FG. You have, well, I mean, you do have some idea, but oh my goodness. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we were talking about this the other day with my chat and I was like, wait a minute, I'm going to Las Vegas Drongo's going to Las Vegas. Oh my god, it's actually going to happen. <laughs> and since we're the same person, FG, you can just do the shoey and I'll just stand back and watch. Ah, I don't think that counts. That totally I, counts. I never committed to a shoey, so I'm, I'm that's safe. true. That's true. That's true. Yeah. I'm not going to say that you would do it. How did Kiri no. get wrangled into this? No, 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 no. I didn't. No. I didn't. no. <laughs> I just don't think it's going to count for you that you've done one, but you're not going to be forced to do one. No, that would be horrible. <laughs> you, you, will have, uh, you will have witnessed a shoey, and True. for most people, yes. that's enough. <laughs> I'll, I'll take that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, so cool. That was totally a talk about games, but that's fine because I was going to... Yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It happens all the time on this podcast. I mean, honestly... Um, when do we ever actually stay on track? This is fine. No, I was going to ask because it is the weekend. We are not drunk, but we are. And that's what I was going to say is we are. Well, at least one of us is hyped AF because it is so Diablo hyped. 4 close beta. Kiri, give us all of the details. Do it. Go for okay. it. Okay. It actually it went better than expected because I've, I've played all the Diablo games. I grew up with Diablo 1. And I remember very vividly the release of Diablo 3 and nobody could play it. And we were just waiting mm. there for hours in the queue with the Era 37. Hilarious. So I didn't actually expect to play today, mm. but I already did. Nice. So uh, PS5 apparently could immediately start the game at, you know, the point of release. So that was 5 p.m. Um, Central European time. Um, PC players had to wait a bit. I don't know, just like five minutes or so. Mm. Then I punched the play button and I had no queue. Absolutely nice. no queue. Wow. I made, I watched the intro cinematic again, which is just the old one that was already released a couple months ago. And mm. it's gorgeous. I created a character and this actual character creation and it's amazing. It's not the best, but you have female male character. You can change the skin tone and there's several skin tones, the hairstyle, the makeup, facial hair. Um, tattoos, they look awesome. Um, that's it for the character creation. So I did that. Mm. I jumped into the game. There was a new cinematic then, and I played about five minutes in the prologue, and then I had a network error. Oh no! But I was watching a streamer on the side, and everybody had errors. Everybody got kicked out again, at least in Europe. Mm. And then I had a queue of like almost eighty minutes, I think. Oh no. So then I continued with work. <laughs> but after that, I got back into the game and I played some more 
and it's gorgeous. The music is great. The sound effects are amazing. There are accessibility settings, so you can turn off screen shake. Yeah. Turn off distortion effects, uh, nice. flashing when you hit something. There is uh, text to speech and a screen reader, color blindness well, awesome. modes. There, there's so much. It's really good. The only issue that oh, I have great. is that. Sorry. Oh, I was just saying that's great that they have some oh, yeah, accessibility options. Absolutely, it's so good. And in the beta already, that's that's giving me hope. Mm. Um, the the only issue is that when you're in the dialogue with an NPC, the camera just zooms in a bit and moves to that NPC, mm. and then it zooms out again, and then you ask the next question and it zooms in again. It's so unnecessary. Oh yeah, that's yeah. And the camera is stuck to the character, which is great. But then there's there's kind of a Z level, and sometimes you go up and down ramps, or you take one step up to get into a house and the ramps are fine but when it's just a step then the camera just jumps up and down because the character goes over that one step that's not ideal it's not horrible but it's not ideal mm, yeah gotcha um other than that i'm playing the the mage it's really fun the skill tree there's an actual skill tree now it works differently than a previous one all of it looks a bit like more retro, more like Diablo 1, but also it's so much a controller interface. Mm. Like everything is very accessible should you play with a controller and it does have cross-platform with console players as well. It's it's MMO-y and I like it. Like you can just meet the people in town when you run around, kill things. They kill things, stuff drops for you. You just go over there and pick it up. It's really nice. Um... It's slower, much, much slower than Diablo 3. And I don't, I don't know. I just love it. <laughs> I love sounds it. Good. And then I had another network error and I got kicked mm. out again. Mm. But then the queue was only uh, 25 minutes or so. And now I'm back in the game, but I'm just, I'm not playing right now, but I'm, I'm in the game. So You're yeah, idling overall, around so you don't get kicked again. Yeah, yeah, I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. But, but overall, the beta is working much better than expected. And it's absolutely gorgeous, and I love it. I'm so hyped. I fought okay. one boss already, mm. and mechanics actually, you know, that there are mechanics, and it's not just, you know, left click, left click, left click, left click. You can also nice. dodge. There is a dodge button now. You actually have to dodge attacks. That's cool. And yeah, I like that. It's great. It's it's really nice. It's not just a brain dead, just click on it. Um, it's It feels more mechanically and more like an MMO. But nice. it's still going to be lots of grinding and, and stuff. But yeah, of course, yeah. super cool. Nice. I don't think I've ever played a Diablo game. Hmm. All right. I'm missing out, apparently. See, I mean, like, if you ask me, yes. If you ask <laughs> <laughs> No, so, so my problem is, like, I love... I, like, the description sounds amazing. And mm. I really want to play, but like the ARPG grind just does not vibe with me. I love the get bigger numbers to get bigger, bigger loot to get bigger numbers, but I like I, I don't like it in like in a in an ARPG where you just have to do the same things over and over and over again, which is weird because I do it in MMOs and there I really enjoy it. But for some reason in an ARPG, it's just, there's just something about it that I don't enjoy. And I've tried so many. I've tried um, Diablo. 
I've tried. I've played Grim Dawn. I've played PoE. It's just it just doesn't vibe with me. Even though like it sounds amazing and the game looks amazing because I've I've watched some streamers as well play, but like even watching a stream of it, it only captures me for a few minutes and then it's just I wish I actually really wish I would enjoy them because it seems like a really fun game to also play just with a group. Oh mm. yes. So much better with a group. Yeah. It's just not. Does the current beta actually have multiplayer? Like, could you try it right now in multiplayer, or is that not in? Yeah, yeah, yeah no, you okay. can because people run around in the same world. Okay, and you can just group up. So you can like you can actually like also form like a group to play together, or is it just mm -hmm. playing together in the world? I mean, I haven't formed a group, but I'm pretty sure you can. Yes. Okay. Cool. Cool. That's good. Nice. I like I like the grind and doing things again i think it's somewhat meditative it's just pretty nice and yeah. then especially with a group and then one person gets it the other doesn't but you then run again because everybody needs to have it and it's it's so much fun for me i can't really explain it yeah i don't i, like I don't it. know why i like i love it in mmos like oh let's run mm -hmm. the same mythic dungeon in wow not that I've played WoW recently because there was some expansions I didn't like. But like, let's run the same Mythic Dungeon five times in a row to get the things that we need. But yeah, I don't know. And I don't know what it is about ARPGs. Mm. That just, it doesn't click with me, which really sucks because it sounds really, really fun. Yeah. It but, is, yeah. it's gorgeous. And Diablo mm. 4 has mounts now too. I don't have it yet because I need to Ooh. follow the campaign and do some more quests mm. for it. But there's mounts and then there's an attack when you dismount and that's mm, specific to your class so everybody has a different attack then it's they've they've really added so much to the game mm. that, that nice. wasn't there in previous diablos nice will you try the open beta next mm -hmm. week drongo yes. or not oh sorry <laughs> i mean you will but yes i, yes, I figured okay. you would <laughs> sorry sorry no all good all good you heard uh, it here first. I wasn't Kiri. planning on it. Mm. I'm I, it, mentally, I've already committed to picking up Albion online uh, this uh, week yeah. and next week. Of course. Mm. And so my brain is like, okay, you're going into a new game that's in that kind of RPG MMO space. Mm. You only have so much bandwidth for that. You can only yeah. dedicate so much brain power. I am tempted to pick up Diablo, but the thing that's always put me off of games in that genre like poe and stuff like that is i just find them very daunting as somebody who's not played any of the previous games before i don't really know what to expect in a lot of uh respects um so i i don't plan on it but you ask know me what? questions i Maybe. can answer <laughs> i'm not gonna say no because <laughs> I may mm. yet be convinced. I'll, mm. I'll I'll keep on listening to the Kiri propaganda and see how <laughs> yes, yes, do that. I can also recommend Diablo <laughs> 3. It's still good. I've been playing that too. Mm. That is noted. <laughs> okay, let's move on. <laughs> Apparently, I'm standing alone here with my hype. But that's okay. <laughs> no, that's fine. I'm, I'm, super, I'm super excited for the people that are excited about the game. Like in general, like it, it's, it's, it yeah. must be nice because I mean, it's been 10, 10 years, yes. nine years. I've been waiting for 10 years. Yeah. Right. So it's been wow. a long time. So I remember Diablo was actually one of like those big, like one of the very first 
big game launches as well that I was on Twitch for. So, like, I didn't oh, participate right. in it, but I like I saw mm. it and like the whole you know everybody trying to get in and just not working and error thirty seven, mm-hmm. error thirty seven, and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, yes, it's been crazy, good times. Okay, so from uh, Diablo and Hell to a different kind of Hell. Uh, talk to me about either of the zombo- uh, zombie games on your list, Drongo. Sure, why not? Uh, <laughs> I was slightly concerned where you're going there with that segue for a brief moment, but you <laughs> pulled it off beautifully, FG. Well done. I, my segues um, are the um, worst, but cool. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been continuing to play Project Zomboid this str- uh, this week on stream. I am totally uh, enamored by that game. It just keeps on getting better and better the more I play it. And uh, I've had a chance now to do some multiplayer with Sim and it's just, the, the game has just so much potential and I'm just having so much fun with it. I've started learning a, a new map, which is reputedly one of the, or the hardest map on, uh, uh, st- hardest starting map on uh, vanilla Project Zomboid. And it has been very, very punishing, but it has also been really really fun and i think it's been really great content and i just i'm very very glad that i finally caved and gave it a go (laughs) um so killing lots of zombies there but i've also been killing lots of zombies in seven days to die and that was on the list just because i wanted to do it just a little a little quiet humble brag that i finally managed to 100 percent seven days to die after a very very long time I'm so GG. glad that I got it ticked off because I've been working on that for so long. Mm. I need I to... I always uh, when you finish something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I need to kill a few more players. Our deathmatch actually did end up... Then it did ended up, like, counting. It just took the game, like, two hours to register it for right? me. Right, yeah. That I was really odd. I think after our little deathmatch scenario... So for context, FG, uh, Part-Time Triggered, and Salberry and myself all did a seven days to die co-op stream together which was a lot of fun and it did at the end devolve into just pvp for achievements <laughs> and i think that that ended with me needing two more kills mm. which i wrangled some of my mods into providing me nice. <laughs> at a later <laughs> date to get that one ticked off yeah okay. i'll have to do that with lex at some point just load in and then just repeatedly stab him and then get that hopefully as well <laughs> but nice lots and lots and lots and lots of zombie games then but yeah no both and both the zombie games have been around for a really long time as well like both from like 2013 mm-hmm. it's crazy yeah but it, tell us about the last spell fg oh wow okay yeah we just jumped into that that works um so yeah last the last spell is um a game that came out in full release um last week um, after uh, entering early access back in 2021. So it's been, it was out in early access for about one and a half years, a little bit more, like one year, nine months or something like that. And it is a pixel art, turn-based, base defense, wave survival, please don't shoot me, roguelite. <laughs> <laughs> um, so so uh, basically... 
you have there's magic in the world the magic has corrupted everything because people have just been going super ham and they've been basically building like weapons of mass destruction but out of magic so suddenly um all of this magic that's just like spread in the world condenses into this fog of like horribleness of like evil purple death and um reanimates all the humans and twists them into the creatures and um the only way to defeat it is to cast the last spell ever but to cast the last spell ever so they've they've changed this a little bit since early access the story was then different um to cast the last spell you have to break the four seals on the four different maps which means you have to hold out long enough for um a group of mages to break the seal open and the the further you go along the longer it takes per map so the first map is i want to say six nights seven nights then the next map is like over 10 nights and then so on and so forth like it takes longer the enemies get harder but um because it's roguelite there's a lot of meta progression um every night you get currency to spend after surviving um on meta progression as well and then there's a different type of meta progression where you have to do certain quests like recruit 20 heroes over all playthroughs and you know just things like that survive x amount of nights on this map and that sort of stuff and um it's it's got gorgeous pixel art the combat is really fun it has a banging music if you're into like sort of metal music um yeah. Yeah, it's not my music either, but like I can recognize I, I remember that it's turning it off because yeah. I just couldn't stand it. Like it's good <laughs> music. Like I know it's like good music. It's not my favorite type of music, yeah, but it's like yeah, good music, right? Um, like it has a really good soundtrack, and it's just super satisfying to play, and um, it's it's just really, really, really fun. And I jump back into it with a full release. As I said, like some stuff has changed. They did a lot of balancing. They changed the story a little bit um because before in early access the story was something like they would um you would try to like you would protect the town and they would actually try to cast the last spell and then they would actually like even though you survived for like x amount of nights like the 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 nights you were supposed to survive um uh they cast the last spell and it failed so you would try again somewhere else so they changed the story around a little bit and um it's really really fun still um i streamed it for several days not quite as like popular on twitch during as it was during its early access release like it had it really was one of those games that had its heyday on twitch um when it first came out and everybody like jumped into it um it was really really fun to play it's still really fun to play i really highly recommend it um i probably won't stream it again just because um there isn't that much interest in watching it, but it's really, really good. It's really fun, and I recommend it if you like turn-based survival, meta progression, wave defense, uh, yeah, base defense, wave defense, like all of that sort of stuff. It's really, really fun. Really recommend it. It's a good cool. game. Nice. I remember yeah. I enjoyed it in early access. I really yep. liked it. Very good, and it's got like lots of achievements. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, the story, like the story, feels more cohesive th this way and uh, like progressing onwards actually feels like worthy because you know you're, you're progressing with unlocking the seals and that sort of stuff um i'm still only on the second map because i've only i only streamed it two times i want to say um so i haven't progressed that far into it but it's still fun it's still 
really satisfying when you've got these big, big mobs and you have your ballistas up and you have them upgraded and they shoot twice at the start of the night and like each each turn and they just go pew 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 and then like eight monsters die and that sort of stuff it's really fun no it's it's a great game i highly highly recommend it to anybody who likes turn-based wave-based survival it's like basically like turn-based they are billions with meta progression if you want to burn it down to like some like you know like like just to a couple of words in a way it's really mm -hmm. good still definitely recommend it awesome. picking it up and lots of achievements to get <laughs> which is good, also good. important right <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah 100 percent. On, on on that note of hunting achievements how's the achievement hunting going in frostpunk kiri oh yeah really really well so i never finished the base game and that's why i'm back mm. to frostpunk now because i didn't really want to play anything else mm. and so i finished the first scenario even though it looked absolutely horrible because i was hunting for achievements so i had to accept all the refugees and i did mm. and i thought i couldn't finish but i did um, i lost like 200 people or so but that was fine <laughs> oh my god it's it's acceptable losses yeah it's, it's yeah okay. i just accepted them first it was it was all good um <laughs> yeah no it's it's great i've played several more scenarios and i'm just making them harder because i'm also hunting for like five different achievements at the same time mm, of course yeah but mm -hmm. but it's super fun i'm enjoying it so much i love frostpunk it's one nice. of my favorite games if not the favorite the, the most favorite game mm, nice it's very cool people like to watch it too because mm. it's just so many people know it and if they haven't played it themselves then they at least were on the fence about it and due to the decisions that you can make because uh, maybe i should explain what frostpunk is in case people don't know it so it's a survival city builder in a post-apocalyptic world where the, the big cold came a storm so the world is getting colder and colder and you're one of the last settlements really on earth and you have to survive and you as the captain of that group have to probably come to very morally questionable decisions and i think that's so hilarious i just <laughs> i think it's really funny and dark Kiri is, is really enjoying that um so child labor i don't know radical treatments sawdust in food so that you can stretch it and you have more just to name a few so it's, it's really you know, it can get people down, definitely. I think it's just very funny. And and I'm enjoying it a lot. So yeah, I'm awesome. going to do more achievement hunting next week. Nice. I love how your go-to way of summarizing the dark options <laughs> in Frostpunk is hilarious. Because I, I was like fully expecting you to be like, yeah, yeah, the, the options, I just find them, you know, really compelling or interesting or <laughs> <laughs> something like that. But it's like, no full dark carry it's hilarious yeah. it is, <laughs> send the children into the coal mines it's just it's just it's just so much fun to be able to do that in a video game because obviously if, if stuff like that happens irl it's it's horrible and it's atrocious but in a game you have the freedom to just do that and it's gonna make the game easier for you too because you have mm -hmm. you know mm. more workforce win -win. <laughs> yeah exactly you know what <laughs> 
I this this sounds really mean in a way, but sometimes I'm glad that you can't play like certain 3D games because God, you would just hunt down everybody sometimes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I would. And I would laugh doing so the whole time. Yeah, yeah, you would. I, I think so too. <laughs> nice. I just recently grabbed the last DLC that I was missing because I, I I actually played the scenario, but I only got, like, I streamed it, but I only got, like, a temporary access to the scenario, and then they cut me off again. They did that oh. with one of the DLCs. I think, was it last autumn? I want to say it was the last autumn. They did that for some reason with a whole bunch, like, for a whole bunch of streamers. So I just recently grabbed that last uh, DLC because mm -hmm. I need to I need to replay it and, and get achievements as well. I only have 30. <laughs> I need to check if they took that away from me. Yeah, I want to say it was that one. Which one? Oh. Yeah, I I think so. It was it was one of the like they they took one one away. Yeah, I want to say it was the last autumn, maybe. All right. Or maybe on the edge. I don't know. It was one of the ones, and they they just took it away. Yeah, but, okay. Yeah, you, I have that. Yeah, yeah. You can get them for really cheap mm. right now because it's oh, spring yeah. sale. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So are you gonna play again? Yeah, I want to play again. I don't think i'll stream it maybe i mean maybe i would do but yeah no i'll definitely want to play again and get um uh the get get some more achievements if possible mm -hmm. i've been meaning to go back and play frostpunk again but it's been i think about five years since i last played it i haven't played any of the dlcs or anything but it was one of the i think it was the third game i ever streamed on twitch Back it way back in the day. Oh yeah! And wow. And I did love it. I did love mm. it. I think it was an excellent game. Yep, it's yep. so good. And the music, I love the music mm -hmm. so much. The music is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. I, I frequently put it on when I have to work because it's my mm -hmm. my perfect focus music. Nice. Just so mm. good. Mm. That's awesome. I don't know why, but I always imagined you working, listening to Christmas carols year round. <laughs> That's too distracting because I, I tend to sing along and then I can't <laughs> focus. So I need something without lyrics to focus. But I do listen That's to Christmas fair. music year round, just not for work. Gotcha. <laughs> okay. All right. So my, my got the mental right image of Kiri on a day-to-day -day life has not been completely shattered. It's just yeah, been slightly yeah. altered. It's just when she like does <laughs> good, like good. chores or like, you know, cooks in the kitchen or bakes in the kitchen. That's Christmas carols. Yep. Yep. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just I just assume. No, no, it is. Not all the time, but yeah. Mm, sometimes. It's happy nice. music. Cool. And that's awesome. Okay, so I have a really funny story for this next that's game. It. But I want to hear your funny stories first, Drongo, because I heard some funny things about you playing Nitro Stream Racing. So I want to hear oh, your no. stories first. <laughs> You heard funny stories about me playing uh, a game? That's always ominous, honestly. <laughs> um, Nothing bad. Nothing bad. We'll Just that you had lots of fun. Notes. Yeah. <laughs> I did have a lot of fun with it. So Nitro Stream Racing is the latest release from uh, Captain TV. Um, and they are the team behind games like Stream Raiders, uh, they've recently brought in Marbles on Stream into the fray. And 
basically they are focused around games that directly integrate with audiences on Twitch and allow their game functionality to uh, allow the audience to participate. That's the, the whole kind of ethos that they have in approaching uh, their games. And so their latest offering, Nitro Stream Racing, is, as the name would suggest, a racing game similar to Marvel's on stream where you have a, a race from point A to point B uh, on various tracks where uh, the, the people racing are the audience members, but instead of marbles, this time it's cars. And it's a lot of fun. I really, really enjoyed it. I played a lot of marbles on stream because I really enjoy shout casting and it's a good opportunity to kind of flex those uh, vocal muscles with a bit of shout casting. And I also am a big fan of IRL motorsport as well. And so this kind of merges those two, those uh, two Venn diagrams <laughs> and overlaps nicely where, you know, motorsport and shoutcasting races and, you know, it, it's, 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 a, it's a nice little niche for me. And uh, yeah, I had a great time with it. And uh, it's in beta at the moment. It's still got a ways to go. Uh, but the probably the biggest thing that they've kind of innovated on is the ability to have some kind of real progression and ability to customize your cars so your audience members can be even more involved and even more invested when those events come up. So I'm looking forward to looking to integrate that into my stream as a re re replacement for marbles on stream just because I think there's going to be more interest in mm. that and for the people that do want to come in and do it on a regular basis, they're going to be more invested that way as well. So yeah, I, I, I really enjoy it. I think it's great. Yeah, so uh, I, I played it as well. I also did a, I think you were also sponsored to play it, right? Because I did, I did a sponsored Correct. segment yes. for it. And um, yeah, I, I we also had a lot of fun. It, like same as you actually, I really enjoyed doing the whole shout casting thing, casting the the races on that sort of stuff trying to unlock so we were doing mostly like chat versus um bots because that's how you can unlock more tracks mm -hmm. um unfortunately yeah. for me that mostly bugged out so we didn't really unlock any new tracks but oh really yeah apparently they fixed it later on but i i only had so much time so we raced mostly uh mm. one map but um i also really enjoyed it it's more involved as you said exactly like uh than marbles especially because you can also cast power-ups as the viewer yes. right you can cast your megas and um so you can do like banana storm and lightning strikes and all that sort of stuff and um so my funny story is uh as i talked about earlier chat is often convinced that it is my birthday so we have somebody i shall not name them who made a twitch <laughs> account called it's fg's birthday and okay. they entered the race with said um you know twitch username and uh <laughs> they were like well see fg we have to we have to make a wager right and i'm like okay i mean we had like lots of cars and we had like i don't know 50 people 55 bots so like well over 100 right and i was like all right what what's the wager all right fg if fg's birthday wins you have to do a baking stream. Lo and behold, it's FG's birthday actually won the race. No way. It was like 
super close. It was dramatic. Rigged. In the last 20 seconds, FG's birthday just drove like super cleanly and just made it through the last of the diggers and just won. And it was hilarious. It was wow. That's just so rigged. super rigged, absolutely hilarious. And then later on, we had another race and said account entered again. And chat was like, oh, we should make another wager. And I was just like, no, uh-uh, no. I've learned my lesson. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and um, lo and behold, it's FG's birthday was actually the only account that day in my stream to win a race twice. So FG's birthday won again. So according to wow. chat, I will now have to bake two birthday cakes during a stream at some point in time. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah, it was, it's like, we have, there's some clips, I, I tweeted about them, and uh, yeah, no, I, yeah, full disclosure, as I said, like, I played it because I also got sponsored to play it, but I really had a good time with it, and I will also, like, implement that into my stream, like, you know, just some here and there for just, like, just some fun races here and there, it's just really fun, I don't know, when you, like, maybe when I do, a, like, a bigger giveaway or something just to do that because it doesn't really take long like what does it take like mm. maybe 90 seconds to do a race or something like that it's really fast and that's quick. yeah yeah it's you can... pretty low commitment i think the biggest thing that's yeah. holding me back at the moment is the lack of being able to kind of have a point system because what i used to do with marbles was mm. have, i think it's like usually five races and then the person who won the five races would kind of crown the champion yeah and that would usually take up a slot of like 15 to 20 minutes yeah, um, yeah, and I'd have that on a, a channel points redemption, and I'd kind of like to do something similar. So hopefully they add uh, scoreboards and things like that later on. I understand that they're coming. Yeah, yeah, I totally. I, yeah, I, no, I one hundred percent agree with you. I totally want a championship. So like a, uh, mm. you know, like Marbles does it like three or five or seven races, back to back. Um, yeah, and then like add up all the points and that sort of stuff and then crown the winner that would be amazing but yeah no, i i also had a lot of fun with it it was yeah well i know i chat about baking stream at some point in time <laughs> <laughs> what cake are you gonna bake well it has to be a birthday type thing so i don't know i need to i need to check and look and decide on what i'm gonna do i suppose <laughs> yeah, but, you can have any but, type of cake for a birthday can't you yeah but i don't know i made i made a birthday lasagna for mystery once that is it's a great not idea. Your, the stereotypical cake, but I mean, it's, it's a birthday lasagna. It still counts. If, if you can candles put candles in it, it counts. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. but I like cake. I, I I would prefer cake. I think. I mean, don't no, get me wrong. Fair. Lasagna is great, like, you know, but yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. On the topic of a lasagna, though, the picture that you put in Discord the other day, Kiri. Oh my yeah. goodness. Yeah. How dare you? It was so good. <laughs> that was so delicious. Yeah, we had. I I was okay with it because we had pasta bake yesterday and today because leftovers. So mm, I was yeah. okay because mm. I was like, basically, I had the same thing, right? So I was like, okay, your pictures have no power over me today because <laughs> I have the same food and I didn't even cook it because okay. Lex made it. So that makes That's it even okay. better. Yeah, I actually like it though because because cooking really helps with my mental health. I love hmm. cooking. I hate cooking. And, and and when I have time to cook, then it's, it's so much better. Mm. I my, that, that neighbor has, my neighbor has just started mowing the lawn 
at eight o'clock on a Saturday morning. How dare. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> that is. So I apologize for any background noise. We can't hear it no, uh, right now. Can't. So it's good. yeah, that is, that is, wow. Your neighbor chose violence this morning. Very much yeah, so. I know, right? That is, oof. Oof. That is something else. Well, um, I don't have a good segue to this one, so I'm just going to jump on in. Um, the last game on my list, Sunhaven. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I love it. It's so good. So Sunhaven is a life sim, like Harvest Moon, Rune, Rune Factory, Sadru Valley. And uh, a week ago, it came out in 1.0. So this game is no longer early access. It wasn't early access in 2021, but I held off. I was like, this looks really cool. The art is really awesome. It's a pixel pixel art life sim. Uh, it looks really, really cool. It looks really, really fun. But I don't want to play this in early access. I want to I wanna play it all. And um, it came out on the 10th. And on Tuesday, I was playing a game. And... Uh, I kind of realized, eh, this this is this is very early. It's not it's not quite there yet. Like, um, I was talk I'm talking about Potion Tycoon. Like, there was a good there was a imp good improvement from like the demo to the early access version that I now played, but it's still kind of it's just slow and it's a slog. And I'm like bored. Let's play something else. So I had Chad vote, and Chad was like, let's check out Sunhaven. And oh my god, it's amazing. So it's a live sim. Um, it's got magic. You can be human or an angel or a demon or a cat person or an elf. And th there's more stuff. I'm forgetting something. Um, you ha can have like lots of different backgrounds. You can be a farmer background and each, each race and each background comes with like its own buffs and like starting gear. So a farmer has obviously seeds and then the rancher has like starts with animals and then the mage starts with like a spells unlocked and that sort of stuff and um yeah so it's a life sim with like it has like trains and stuff so it has like modern things but as i said also magic and there's dragons and it's amazing i love it it's so good like if you want like a stardew valley type fix but you don't want to play stardew valley get sunhaven apparently there are some bugs i've had like two tiny minor bugs and i've played like 18 hours of it now or something like that and i i i'm not so you can make your days really long in the game you can make a day be 40 minute so i'm not even through spring <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's just amazing i love it it's so great um minor spoilers there's like several areas you unlock several towns you can have several farms i just unlocked the second town and farm and it's just there's so much to do and so many things to grow and so many things to fish and there's a museum and there's achievement it's it's amazing it's so good i love it <laughs> so you said it's a life sim and you said yeah. farming is it then like are you mainly a farmer or what's the goal in the game what you have to do so the goal for you is to save the town okay you you don't have to farm because there's also like a mine and that sort of stuff and i said there's ranching and all that sort of stuff but they do it really cleverly. So you don't have energy in the game like in Stardew. You still fall over at like late at night. So you can't stay out all night. You fall over, but you don't have any energy. There's no stamina. So you could just do a bajillion things, right? And the day is 40 minutes long. So you can do a lot. <laughs> and mm -hmm. um, 
the way you do it is the way they incentivize farming obviously to make money but um the way you increase your stats so each 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 thing has like xp and you get you know you level up different skills so there's farming there is magic there, no right there's farming there's combat there's fishing mining all sorts of things like that and then you get xp for each thing you do in those and then you can level um those skills up and you can pick like things i don't know like for example uh, make the bar in the fishing mini game bigger or like when you the first fish you catch in a day however much it's worth you just get that gold automatically into your pocket um like just additionally and all that sort of stuff like lots of different things but then the way you increase your health and your mana and your mana recovery rate and your health recovery rate and your attack damage and that sort of stuff is through eating things and drinking drinks so you're in a way incentivized to cook and make things and farm to be able to cook your to all the dishes that will you know make you stronger but you don't have to so it's it's i don't know they're so open you can do i like yeah them. i really like it it's so fun and yeah i've never really i've not really yet felt super duper pressured to um to to like struggle and like make a lot of money like in stardew where you start off like super duper struggling like you will you very early on unlock something called elven grape seeds and they take one day to mature the only thing is you have to spend mana on them to make them actually be able to grow and then you can make a stupid amount of money with them so it's like it's not really like it's just really chill and fun and it's great i love it and chat loves it as well like i've been i've streamed it now two full days and then on tuesday did two hours of it and it's just it's so good i love it it's fun that sounds I, so good it is really good I'll like check it out some people have said like on on if you read the steam reviews that they have had some severe bugs but so far knock on wood i haven't had any any severe bugs um apparently the biggest is like right now if you want to get married um don't propose the day before a festival because otherwise your marriage like never happens apparently <laughs> so that sounds pretty problematic but i haven't had any any other issues like i had like one thing there was like there were some plants that weren't watered in the morning even though it was raining like it's like that's not a big deal right like whatever i'll just spend mm -hmm. two seconds watering the plants um but besides that i'm just i'm really enjoying it it's like it's kind of almost feels like I'm discovering like like Stardew for the first time and like really sinking into that. It's just, but it's not. It's different, and mm. more many most people haven't seen it, so they're also really engaged because it's very different. And the pixel art is just ah oh, glorious. I've seen it, 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 yeah. I'm I'm looking at pictures of it at the moment, and it definitely does have that same visual style a stardew valley but mm. if you kind of put it through the lens of a i guess a more of a jrpg sort of style and it does look very very pretty i've got to say it's but really pretty the gameplay yeah. is substantially different um it looks good yeah i mean i mean you still do your same thing like you have to water your things and there's fishing and you have fishing nets and you know sort of fishing pots and all that sort of stuff like you, you've got the staples right and like the whole relationship thing giving gifts and that sort of stuff um but i don't know and and you know what that's what's also really really cool i know you don't have that anymore but this is like something that really put me off of stardew valley when it first came out where you had that time pressure 
because you had that whole time pressure with grandpa coming back and judging you and you don't you just don't have that in this game i just don't feel mm -hmm. pressure at all it's just i can do whatever i want oh i can push the main story or oh, you know what now i'm just gonna go into the mine today and just mine and grab resources and go deeper in the mine and get the treasure chests there and that sort of stuff and uh yeah so people complain that the movement speed is a bit slow but you get skills that make you faster and you get mounts as well um that will make you faster right. as well so it's not really a problem yeah and i've Makes been just sense that it's starting slow then yeah, I'm. I've just. I'm just really enjoying it, and it's got steam achievements as well. Loads of them. Uh, if you want to achievement hunt think, so far, I think you can I stop now. You've already sold me on it, actually. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. That sounds great. It also has multiplayer. The only problem is with the multiplayer Ooh. that it has. Um, you don't share quests and you don't share boss fights, so it's a bit oh. eh in that regard. Like. You can yeah, you can do the want to play. Yeah, like you can do the boss fights. I mean. Yeah, it's it's so you can do the boss fight together, but you'll each fight your own boss fight, and it's like kind of layered on top of each other. It's not great. I wouldn't uh. probably recommend playing it in multiplayer. But then, like Stardew for me is also not really a multiplayer game per se. Anyways, sorry, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, I it's just really what, chill. What I've noticed is that you mentioned fishing several times mm -hmm. and stardew but you haven't complained about the fishing yet in sunhaven no <laughs> no that's true but the fishing is different so um it's it's uh it's a um, it's a time thing in uh, in the game so you have like um you have you have a a bar um and on that bar your barber basically moves like up and down, like on a set pace, depending on the rarity of the fish, the, the pace is faster or slower. And then you have a bar. Basically you just have to, um, remember the haggling game in Potion Craft? It's like that, you have to time yeah. time it right and click the button. It's like that. Oh, I see. But the bars are pretty pretty wide. And um, there's a there's a yellow section, a, a green section on the bar, and uh, basically you just get more XP if you hit the re green section. It's pretty. Um, I like it. It's fun. It's mm -hmm. it's not as like. It's not like the fishing in Stardew. Let's say it that way, <laughs> but <laughs> it's 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 still it's still challenging in a way, but it's it feels rewarding because you you because of the skills that you get later on. Um, it's still yeah it feels really fun and there's lots of different fishies and there's different areas as i said each with their own um fish and crops um seasonal fish and seasonal crops and then nighttime fishies and you know rain day fishies and that sort of stuff and um there's a lot there's a lot to do in that game <laughs> so yeah cool. that that's sunhaven it's it's a, it's a little bit, bit hidden because and i think this was kind of um it's it's they hurt themselves with it they didn't give any streamers any keys they're they're not on any of the the key sites at all like they just didn't do any any streamer mm -hmm. slash youtuber promotion at all yeah wow and that really kind of hurt them in a way like this game i think could be so much more wildly known than it is like so many people come into my chat and they're like 
um i've never heard of this and then they stick around and they come back next day and it's like yeah yeah so i bought this game yesterday and i played it for 14 hours like that was legit something that somebody said right and it's like yeah i think they kind of shot themselves in the foot a little bit with that um but yeah i really like it wasn't for you mentioning it now i i don't think this would have ever come on my radar yeah i don't don't, on my radar but i yeah yeah i don't know how i saw it maybe wholesome games maybe it was on the wholesome games twitter at some point i want to say maybe but yeah, yeah, no, it's it's great. It's it's so nice to have like a live sim that's finished now. I mean, okay, it's it's almost finished. The epilogue apparently is not in, but like you can play through the entire story. Like it's it's done and you can go do stuff and um yeah. It it has it has and it has a lot of meat on the bones. As I said, I've played 17, 17 hours now and I I'm still in spring. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'll be uh sunhaven only streamer for a little bit i think for now um because i've just been really loving it like it's one of those games where i'm sitting here i'm like oh, i could really play this off stream now too but obviously i'm not going to but i could <laughs> uh-huh. that's, yeah. that's always a good sign though when yeah. you're onto a game and you're just like you got that little itch in the back of your mind just like oh but what if i play just a couple of hours now <laughs> um, just makes the you know the enthusiasm for the game when you do stream it that much more. Yeah, so we'll absolutely. check back with you in a couple of months after your foray into mm-hmm. having your life consumed by this. <laughs> sounds good. Sounds good. I mean, it's it's kind of there's there's also not too much coming out right now, anyways. So it's it's a mm-hmm. good time to jump into this now. I think. I mean, we've got stuff mm-hmm. at the end of the month, right? Like there's like Terra Nil coming out and that sort of stuff, but there's not really much yeah. in between now and then so it's nice to have something to like sink your teeth into right yeah, now absolutely all right i think that actually concludes the game section of today's episode so we're going to take a quick break and then we'll be right back with the news Welcome back to episode 61 of the House and Frequency podcast. I'm still FG and with me is still Drongo and Kiri. And we've got some pretty big news to talk about today that are kind of like related to us. Um, because Emmett Shear, the CEO, well, the former CEO now of Twitch, is... Uh, leaving the company after 16 years that is a very 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 long time he's stepping back he's apparently not uh, leaving leaving completely according to the TechCrunch article that we'll be linking he's going to stay on as an advisory role but 16 years in a company that's a very very long time um i can't really blame him for leaving after that long like that that's a very long yeah. time <laughs> it is and also he said that he he has a he has a son a young one i don't know i don't know how young Mm. but he said that he wants to focus on on his family now and now's the right time yeah no that get it yeah totally yeah absolutely um i'm a bit surprised that so many people are surprised that he's leaving because um he said like Mm. a while ago that he was gonna go (laughs) um but uh yeah so it's it's the era of emmett shear is is over here and he has been with the company as I, as we said like right from the get-go he's one of the if not the last one of the old guard kind of 
leaving. He's the last one. Yeah, he's the last he's one. The last. Yeah. 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 Um and yeah, that's that's a very long time. It's crazy to think about that though. That it has that that well, ultimately Justin TV then Twitch has been around for that long. And um Yeah. Taken over. Um, I think that's the that's the actual bigger controversy talking point right now is um the well no longer current twitch president now ceo uh dan clancy who uh was the person who wrote that letter about the revenue split changing for example uh last year and um there's also a very famous quote out um out there in the wild of streamer was it jake and bake i want to say right meeting having actually having a meeting with the with at yes, the time yes, twitch jake president yeah um and like i quote uh jake and bake here directly saying i don't feel confident as a streamer on the platform platform with someone who is that out of touch after meeting with um the president at the last TwitchCon. so yeah that is that is kind of spooky that is spooky if you think about it um that that person is in in charge now but uh i've heard other conflicting things um from former employees like uh, aurelian they've tweeted that um yes he is a little bit out of touch but he's got like sort of a his heart in the right place so and he's very much apparently for transparency so maybe that's better i don't know like i i don't think anything's going to change for us mm. with this change really like we're too small a fish to like have like i don't know this having a very meaningful change on us um but obviously a shake-up is always a shake-up, so I don't know. We, we could see something really big, but I doubt it, ultimately. Yeah, we gotta yeah. wait and see, but I wouldn't, you know, create any drama around this now. Yeah, 100%. I, I can't see this really having any substantial impacts. I think that realistically, when you look at how a lot of these things work at a corporate and especially at a, a CEO and executive level, you're often going to have, as long as it's not a very sudden departure, you're going to have a period of transferring and you know, mm. they've been working together for quite some time. I forget exactly when Dan started with Twitch, but it's definitely not recently. Mm. So there's there already in an alignment in the direction of where twitch is going and i cannot see them really moving in a any kind of drastic direction at least not in the coming you know couple of years i would say yeah same and i i think it's a little bit misleading as well a lot of the time when people as individual streamers talk about maybe feeling like people who are in executive or ceo levels in a large corporation being out of touch with you know what is on the ground level i think it's important to remember within that context as well that we as streamers realistically are out of touch with the realities of what it takes to run that corporation and yeah. the actual mechanical things that go into 
you know the day-to-day functioning of it so i'm i'm always a little bit with a pinch of salt whenever somebody says oh i feel like they're out of touch because it's not always the case there's often i would say a disconnect in the available information on both sides of the table but i don't think it's always a case of this person is ignorant to what's going on and doesn't understand it they just have different perspectives and probably different priorities as well given you know one person is motivated by themselves wanting to be a successful streamer and creating cool content and the other person's job is to uh, make a business make money so there's different uh, end goals as well yeah we'll have to just uh, kind of wait and see um as i said like Emmett Shear had said this before, so I, for me this wasn't like a big shock, but maybe like it just flew under a lot of people's radar that he was going to leave. Um, mm. So yeah, we'll 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 see how this all kind of shapes up and where the platform will be in another I don't know two, three, or five years from now on. Is interesting times, but as 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 uh, usual, I suppose. <laughs> business as usual until otherwise yeah yeah exactly 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 and that's uh how we how we'll operate here um we don't have much news the other the other big title really and um it's kind of a talking point that we thought we would bring up is um nintendo basically is releasing the newest zelda game uh zelda tears of the kingdom uh, with a $70 price point. And uh, we're just linking this article here from Video Games Chronicle where they're just basically saying, we think this price point is justified. And um, I kind of picked this article like like as a news story to cover, or we picked it as a news story to cover because um, it, is a, it is a conversation that we kind of need to want to have about um, games increasing their price across the board um same with the uh, diablo 4 that we were just talking about earlier and uh, just kind of having a, a a talk discussion uh about yeah the price increase which has been um actually like happening to console games for quite a while just hasn't mm-hmm. really shown up on uh pc slash steam that much yet but uh with the new um yeah with with diablo 4 um will also now show up there of course um if any of you have like an opinion on this or something that they want to want to say please feel free i do yeah i like life is getting more expensive right everything's just Mm. more expensive energy prices go up i I think it just makes sense that video games are also more expensive now. I absolutely do not see a problem with it. I think it's interesting that Nintendo says that the price tag is justified by both the experience that you get from the game. Um, I would also expect that's true because it's going to be a Zelda game and everybody's going to love mm. it. It's probably I, I've watched the trailer. It looks gorgeous. Um, and I agree because if you if you count that down to how much you math that down i actually don't know the english words for this but i want to say if you think about how much you spend per hour that you play Mm. especially games like zelda or diablo 4 you can get so many hours out of that like 50 100 diablo way more than that it's not that expensive 
Yeah. yeah know, exactly. For me, I justify games with, you know, if, if it's like one euro or like one currency per hour, it's really cheap. Yeah. Yeah. For me. Same. So, yep, same. Yeah. Diablo, the standard edition, which is just the game, is 70 euros as well. I purchased the medium one, which was 90, and I know it's going to be fine because I'm going to play hundreds of hours and then, sure. Yeah. It's okay. Yep. Yeah. I think from my perspective, I, I I agree with the sentiment that it makes sense for there to be price increases with inflation across most currencies being what it is uh, these days. So I think it makes sense. I think the the real thing that will probably put a lot of people offside, and I, I really don't feel great about it either, is the fact that a lot of very large companies, such as Nintendo are still posting very strong profit margins and extremely, uh, you know, extremely well run in the way that they make sure that they're paying their staff as little as possible. And there is a bit of a habit within the industry for large companies to overwork their staff, especially around crunches and things like that, which is just not a particularly healthy thing. And I think I would feel a lot more okay with the idea of big game companies charging more for a game, but at the same time making sure that people that work for those companies are being properly remunerated for their work, where I don't know. I'm, I don't always feel confident that that's the case. Uh, yeah, so I, I, I think mm. it makes sense, but I'm also like, yeah, I wish it would be better. I think the one dangerous thing that... <laughs> nintendo has done here is instead of just saying yeah i mean it's it's going to cost us more to make a game we're going to charge more for it at the end i think the dangerous thing that they've taken the dangerous avenue is that hey, our game is so good it's going to be worth <laughs> the extra price and if mm. there is anything wrong with it that is going to blow up in their face like if they nail oh, it, it'll yes. be fine but if there is any major criticisms or issues with a launch that could come back to bite them Mm, yeah 100 percent. yeah i i agree with you like on that note like if if we could make sure that the increase in price gets actually like like transferred to like the developers and the people who like you know in the qa test and everybody who actually works on it and not just lines the pocket of like mr ceo um or like the shareholders that would be that would be really good. Um, but yeah, I, I I also agree with what Kiri said. Like games are still, even games that are expensive as this, they are still entertainment wise for most of us, just a really good value because. Yeah. yeah just compared to 100%. going to the cinema, for example. Yeah, exactly. Are so expensive and you get two hours out of it, maybe two and a half. It's a, if it's a really long movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and like absolutely, yeah. You can't maybe play it at that point on release, but you can always wait for a sale. And then yeah, people might say, "Well, but Nintendo games don't go on sale." Well, they do, not the digital ones, but you know, actual like the hard copies. You can get those on sale or secondhand, and save plenty of money on that. It's just you just have to be a little bit patient and can't immediately play it um which sucks you know of course like i understand wanting to play it you know not getting spoiled or anything like that but 
Um, it's yeah, you, life is expensive at this point. We all need to tighten our belts a little bit here and there. Um, so we'll. It. I. I don't. I think it's inevitable that this is going to happen. Um, it's been. Games have been at this the sixty dollar price tag for so long, like so yeah. long. Mm. It it was yeah, inevitable true. at this point, at some point, for it to happen. Um, do yeah. I wish the money would go more to the developers? Yes, but that's why I mostly play indie games, because they're, sure. you know, the money goes to those people mostly. <laughs> so, um, so I choose with my wallet that that way. I I won't buy big big triple a title number 13 this year um i'd rather spend my money on a on a on an indie game experience that'll also last me for a while take sunhaven i've played it for 17 hours i played less than 17 uh pounds for it because it's on sale and that already makes it a steal if you compare it to as it's really at the value, cinema yeah. yeah it's great value yeah exactly so yeah we just have to it's it's unfortunate. It's the unfortunate reality, I think, that uh, the prices have just now caught up, and that's how it is. And uh, I don't think I don't see it any changing anytime soon. Again, probably not, never. Not changing to be cheaper, <laughs> no, definitely not. Yeah, at least not AAA games. At least not AAA mm. games. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, that was that was it. We we made it through. This this was. Uh, the the first episode, not of the Halcyon Frequency podcast, but the first episode in this actual combination of people we've been trying for so yeah. long to set this at the start before we actually start recording. But uh, it has finally happened. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. Tudikiri, bloody Drongo. Um, Drongo, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me over on Twitch as Bloody Drongo, and you can find me on Twitter as at the Bloody Drongo. Awesome. And Kiri, where can we find you? You can find me on 2dkiri.com, and then you, you can find me on all the platforms. Thank you, FG, for hosting. Where can yeah, people find you? Did a you? great job. <laughs> uh i don't know scuffed hosting number number three one day i'll get good at this but that's uh, that's not today but that's okay um no people can find me also on the internet uh i have everything on fgsquared.tv that has links to all of the things uh it's still a work in progress but there is a lot of stuff that you can watch on there and click on there and follow me everywhere and uh yeah this was the Health and Frequency podcast. Big thanks to Peter Paul and Paul Mile for the theme tune. And uh, we will talk at you, I guess, again next week. <laughs> this is Health and Frequency signing off. Don't change that dial. Bye.